Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the History of the Batman with London. Happy New Year. Brought to you by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. This is where we relive the defining moments of one of the most iconic figures of art and literature, the Batman. My name is Mason Booker, and as always, I'm joined by London from the shadows. Maybe he'll say something, maybe he won't. We never know. We are joined by Shadow Adam. History of the Batman is produced and engineered by me, Mason Booker, and now co-host, here's London. London, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mason. How's it going? It's going good. It's a new year. It is brand new. Yes, brand new. Um, I'm not going to. Oh, Mason is sick. I am sick. He is. He went home for the holidays and he caught a cold and is trying to infect us all. I am. Now we're sealed, (laughs) sealed in the booth. We're in this podcast studio and I'm pretty much going to catch the plague. But this is just, this is just more evidence of why I should never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Why did you leave LA in the Well, I don't know. (laughs) No, he has to see his family. It's Christmas. Christmas, yes. It's Christmas. And I spend time with my family and it was wonderful. And I hope you all had a good holiday. Yeah, well. and I saw your your winter white wardrobe. Oh, so good! <laughs> yes, for New Year's it was my uncle's fortieth birthday. So shout out to Stevie and happy belated birthday! Happy Again. birthday! And it, the, the theme was winter white, so everyone had to wear winter white. So that was fun to shop for because I own nothing winter white. So, but was, you're wearing awesome it, winter uh, white right it's now. Not really winter white? It's more like a tan. It's, but it's cream. But anyway, yes. <laughs> cream that's sure but it was fun it was fun and um i'm very excited for the new year and we're planning lots of great things i'm hoping for i'm already planning a lot of more great more great guests and to do more at local cons and everything it's just gonna be bigger and better you are blowing up (laughs) like this is it so this is happening yes and more announcements to come and things that i'm doing with history batman and it's very exciting and i hope you all stay for the ride and thank you for everyone that already listens thank still you everybody because it's going to be almost what what's he one it's coming two, up on three two two years two two and a half yeah two years it's yeah. going to be two it's years be two. this may that we started the podcast which is Man. crazy crazy so very excited and we are kicking off the new year with awesomeness already what? what's going on i can't wait <laughs> London, I'm so excited. I am excited, too. What's, who is it? What's going on? It's a great way to start the new year, I think. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. I know. Um, today, we have a very special guest. He has been, he is an actor on big screen, small screen, all these things. But for us Batman fans, he has been the voice of Dick Grayson, Robin Nightwing in the animated series from the 1990s. We have Lauren Lester with us today. Yes. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi, Lauren. Hi there. Hey. So nice to be with you. 
We're good. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm telling you, this is an amazing way to start 2017. This was actually one of my resolutions, (laughs) and we're just doing it right now. (laughs) Great. I can. You can take me off the bucket list. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Of course. So with. Any of our guests, we usually dive in, and since we are about the Batman and comics, we always want to ask: um, Have you do you, have you ever read comics? Do, are you a comic book reader? Have you read them in the past? Do you read them now? Are you into them? Well, you know, I was never a comic book reader. Okay. I was I was very much into the uh, the Batman series, the live action Batman series. Yes, the the, the sixty six. Uh, Yes, and uh, and of course I took it very seriously. You know, now you look at it, it's very <laughs> tongue in cheek, but I took it very seriously. But uh, no, I was never into comic books. But um, over the years, especially with all of my trips to uh, comic cons mm-hmm. uh, all over the country and meeting the huge fan base, uh, they've really educated the fans have really educated me about the comic book universe and and how Dick Grayson evolved and how he became Nightwing and then eventually Batman and what happened with the other Robins. And uh, so I, I'm pretty familiar with all that now, but that's, that's primarily through the fans. And also um, uh, I have a, a good friend, his name's Kyle Higgins, and he's a, he's a comic book writer. Yes. And, and he created a, a Nightwing series and mm-hmm. he contacted me because he said that when he was writing the book, he heard my voice in his head, and I thought that was yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Very, very <laughs> flattering. And so he's he's educated me too about the the comic book world. That's interesting that you've learned about the character that you voice through the fans. I think that's very. I think cool. that's interesting too. Did they do they just come to you at conventions and say, "By the way, did you know that blah 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 happened"? Is that exactly? Wow, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> And uh, see, when I was doing the show, and, and by the way, you said the show from the 90s, it's actually, uh, it has never really stopped being, uh, you know, having different incarnations. Like right. like this year, not this year, it's 2017. Last year, mm-hmm. we did a, an episode for Viewmaster for virtual reality. So oh, wow. um, we what? do continue to voice the characters and, uh, you know, they're very much alive. But I, wow. what I was saying before was um, back Back then, uh, I went based on uh, the script and the arc of the character as it was depicted in the in the in the series. So, mm-hmm. knowing knowing what happened later with with him and all that, that didn't really it didn't really apply to the way the character was written in the show. I just had to go along with how it was written in the show. And of right. course, he becomes Nightwing. He becomes Nightwing in the show. But yes. uh, whatever happened after that. And, of course, they did the whole background of him, you know, uh, with Dick Grayson and, you know, having a circus family and all that. They they delved into all that. So that's what I used uh, when I was, you know, working on the character. That's interesting. Now, I know I was going to ask you later on what projects you were working on or what projects you're working on in terms of being Dick Grayson, the character, because and I had no idea that you were doing a virtual reality project. Can you shed a tiny bit of light on that? Is this the because... the, the Sony <laughs> well, the the Batman VR Sony thing? This is for this is for Viewmaster. Okay, for Viewmaster. and uh, and it actually got launched at uh, Comic Con last summer, and it was a reunion because uh, Kevin was doing the voice of Batman and Tara was doing the voice of uh, Batgirl, and I was there as, as Dick Grayson slash Robin, and uh, they launched this. <laughs> At Comic Con, we actually got to experience it. We went into the booth and and put put this on, 
you know, the, the glasses on. And, and it's really fascinating thing where you look up, down, you look behind you, you look everywhere, and you're in the world. I mean, that, uh, that was the first, first for me. I'm sure a lot of fans are used to doing that kind of thing. Uh, but for me, it was really, uh, it was kind of thrilling. And, uh, and they wrote, they wrote the episode, uh, Paul Dini wrote and produced it. So you know that it was so true good. to the right. original show. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So <laughs> in the VR, are, are, were there characters that you voiced or is it just when you're wearing the goggles, you are, I don't, you're, you're somebody who's hearing the people behind them? No, you're hearing. Yeah, you're okay. hearing and, cool. and you're seeing all the action and you're, you know, at one point you're actually flying, flying in the bat wing and, and you see the city coming up in front of you and you can look behind you and see, you know, the, wow. the world that's sort of going that off into rad. the... London, the, the, you have to find I YouTube know. footage or something. I have to. That sounds amazing. I'm sad I well, haven't I'm seen so that. Glad, <laughs> I'm so glad they did that, you know, I, I, because there's been, you know, over the years this big push to bring back the show and mm-hmm. uh and uh, they really should because you know there, there's a number of us still around and we still have the same voices you know um i'm always i'm always told when i speak to someone they say wow you, you sound just like robin <laughs> so i still have the same voice so i you know i'm hoping that there's going to be more projects uh i know the the killing joke was a huge success so hopefully this will spur more more projects to get back to to the old uh you know not old but the classic uh, Batman animated yes. series. Yes, I have. We have many listeners and people who follow History of the Batman that, like myself, are huge fans of the animated series New Batman Adventures, and we would love some type of revival. And you're right, through films like The Killing Joke and even Justice League Action, where we hear Kevin Conroy, and we would love to have. I mean, just like people have told you, as Kevin Conroy. When I read comics as Batman, you, as I read comics as, as Robin or, or Nightwing, for Dick Grayson oh, is yours. <laughs> so I definitely understand why we would love some type of revival. Um, before we really... You know, uh, yes. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. It's you. Go. I was just going to say uh, one of the things that, at the Comic-Cons that's, that's really uh, thrilling is when people come up who, who had seen the show in its uh, original airing and are, you know, about 30 years old now or so. And they're there with their children, mm-hmm. you know, so right. who, who are the, who are the age that they, the same age as their parents when the show was originally on. So there's this, this really big market for two generations, you know, for the, for the, for the show still. So I'm hoping, uh, you know, Warner brothers or, or, uh, or the, whatever powers that be, can recognize uh, that there is still just a huge market, and now there's there's two generations worth of of customers. Oh yeah, I mean everybody. If if you're a fan, you're you're raising your kids to be fans. That's, right. That's how. It yeah. Is. Exactly. <laughs> and I would be I would be astonished if uh, somebody over at Warner Brothers didn't realize this. I mean, the entire marketing division is mm-hmm. you know they're they're on point. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm I'm thinking, you know, with the Killing Joke, I, I, and uh, and now this Viewmaster, and you know, obviously they licensed it to to Viewmaster to do this. So I'm, I think, you know, maybe the wheels are are starting to turn. And I I encourage anybody out there who's on social media to uh, you know to to move things along and say that that's what that's what they really want to see, and they pay attention to that. I mean, producers and and studios they pay attention to that. So mm-hmm. when people are clamoring for this, then hopefully uh, hopefully it'll happen. 
Definitely. And I think we can see that, um, for example, with the Young Justice. Um, there are so many fans that wanted a season three. Season three. And they had been talk or you know tweeting at the producers and the creators for a long time. And now the season three is happening and all the fans are so excited. So I definitely do see that there has to be some type of power within the fans and the fandom to speak to the creators and the people involved in the show just saying, we love this so much and we want to see more of it. So I mean, that's I always how agree. it's been. They've I mean, back in the days, it was letter writing campaigns. Mm-hmm. You know, they tried to t- cancel Star Trek. Right. They brought it back. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So before I remember going to the, I went to the very first Star Trek convention, the very first one. Oh my god! I'm oh, a huge awesome. fan. And uh, I remember them standing up there. All the whole cast was there at that point. And uh, and Star Wars had just come out. And uh, William Shatner was saying, "This this." Star Wars. We want Star Trek. We, people need to write letters. We, we have to have Star Trek come back. You know, so he was, <laughs> he was kind of, you can see he was a little bit uh, jealous. You know, hey. and wanted, what, and I think, I think that's what happened. I think Star Wars was such a big success that it spurred, you know, I guess it was Paramount to say, hey, we can do this too with Star Trek. Even though we had been asking, you know, the fans had been asking for years and years, please, please bring back Star Trek, at least a movie, something. So, that's what happened, and maybe that'll happen with Batman. Could be. Definitely. So can you tell us a little bit about your background before we jump more into Batman? Just tell us how you Sure. I, I've, been, uh, <laughs> I've been an actor for uh, a long time. I, I started uh, when I was uh, 16 um, and uh, always knew that that's what I wanted to do. And so there was no question about it in my mind. I'd done a lot of... Uh, you know, stuff in school and things like that and wanted to venture out into the to the real world, the professional world. And luckily, I had parents who were very supportive. My mom, I couldn't drive yet. My mom was driving me to all, all my auditions and and uh, got me going in the business. And I had a great agent at the time that, uh, that uh, started me out in all the areas, commercials and film and TV shows. And, and he had a, a fantastic animation department. And that, that started everything, you know. So is that how you became part of, or at least introduced to the Warner Brothers, the TV show? How did you get involved in that? In in the uh, in the series, the yes, animated series. Yes, in the series. Yes, I I, I had to do what every uh, uh, red blooded American actor or actress has to do. I had to audition, and I, I had to audition several times because usually when it's something big like a series regular, things like that, mm-hmm. they make you audition uh, at least a couple of times, if not more. And uh, it was a very coveted part. Everybody in town wanted that role. Uh, it was my age, and uh, I I prevailed. You know, uh, it was uh, it was a real thrill to be able to to get that part. Well, I'm glad you got the part. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I mean, when you did, were you excited? Were you nervous? Uh, did you know? I mean, a little bit about the character from the live action series. Was that your? Oh, that's sure. all you were going off of, or did uh, yeah. they help you, like in terms of the voice acting coach, like Andrea Romano, or the writers, like Paul Dini? Did they kind of give you a view of what this character is like, or did you have to look at other sources? Well, no, you know, not not at all. In fact, uh, and, and in fact, the um, uh, the audition material really had very little to do, if anything, to do with uh, with Batman. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they'll do audition material. They don't want to give anything away, and they right. don't want any secrets to get out. 
So it was just kind of a dummy script, and there wasn't mm-hmm. really much to go on. But, of course, I had been a huge fan of the, the live-action show. And, uh, yeah, I, I would say primarily that was my, my biggest influence. Um, yeah, I would say Burt Ward is my biggest influence. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> so when you went into the studio to start recording the episodes, was Burt Ward still your influence, or did you have other things to work off of? Well, <laughs> once once we once we got a script, you know, mm-hmm. once we got a script and you could see the character fleshed out and the kind of things he was saying, he wasn't saying silly right. you know, stuff. Like the, <laughs> there one, weren't one holy thing, thing statements I never everywhere. Said, never once. <laughs> I never said holy anything. <laughs> um, once, once we started to get the script, and uh, you know the characters were, was so well written and so fleshed out that that's that's what every actor uses, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do you can do all the research that you want, but if it's not there in the script, it's not going anywhere. And we we always got great scripts. We got great scripts. Right. That, I mean, and that definitely shows there. The in that show there are such three-dimensional characters and for even looking back at it now it seemed kind of more an adult theme to seem kind of darker than the other cartoons that were on here did you get that feel when you had to read the scripts and did it seem a little bit not so much on the kiddish side to you or did it seem like oh it de- definitely didn't no from from the <laughs> writing it was very from the writing, it was very clear that this was not going to be a cartoon. You know, yes. this was not a cartoon. And then when we saw uh, what they had done, you know, having uh, drawn it on black paper and right. and heard the mute heard the music, and all, we said, "Oh, okay, this is really, yes. really going to be different, and this is very special." I don't, I don't think anybody there, and and I think they'd be lying to you if they said so, would would think that twenty five years later people would still be talking about it and loving the show because when you do something that's great, you, you hope it lasts for a while, yes. but to be part of something that's lasted, you know, decades, it's just, that's really extraordinary. It's really, really an amazing feeling to, uh, to be part of something like that. I, I've had a few experiences like that in my life, but this is probably the most, the, the most consistent over the last 25 years, people are still into it, you know? Oh, definitely. Um, that, that's the, this is the show that everyone still talks about, even when other shows have come and gone. It is definitely a fan favorite. It's my favorite. Um, I was introduced to the 66 show when I was young, and I watched it with my dad, but then I saw the animated series, and that's what really got me into Batman, and then I started reading the comics. And yes, I I definitely think that the way that the characters were written and the plots were written, you you kind of were able to dive deeper into these figures that maybe you just saw in comics or it's very different than the Adam West and the Burt Ward. It seems kind of deeper in a sense, even though it all represents Batman. But I agree. I think there's something special about uh, the animated series. Um, I recently interviewed Kevin Conroy at a uh, at the Los Angeles Comic Con, and we discussed the animated series. And he said how working with the entire cast and the casting director was an incredible experience. Uh, what was your experience working with Kevin Conroy and everyone involved in the voice acting and, and everything? You about in the original show? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was it was wonderful uh, because it, it was very it's very rare these days that you wind up in the studio with the rest of the cast because everyone is so busy and they're doing other shows and mm-hmm. a lot of them celebrities who they bring in for just a short session. 
Um, whenever we went in for Batman, almost the entire cast was there. And we would all be there. It would be like doing a play, you know, and we could really mm-hmm. work off of each other. So it wasn't like uh, being um, isolated. I just did a project recently, and I can't mention what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never talk. You can never talk about these things anymore. It's terrible. You have to I know. But, but now we know but, that we want something. Yes. <laughs> but the main the main person, uh, I was a supporting character. The main person hadn't even cast yet. So mm-hmm. I did all of my lines against somebody who wasn't you know, even cast yet. But uh, uh, I recently did some uh, ADR on it. That's where you go in after they've done the picture and you fill in, uh, you know, the lines that didn't work, or mm-hmm. you add new lines that maybe are better. They've decided after they've seen the picture, and uh, we worked together very well. <laughs> it, it was great. We it, it sounded very good with us together, even though we weren't in the same room. Right. Did you find? But, did you find that to be more difficult? Yeah. doing it isolated Just versus doing it by yourself. It, it's so normal now. So no, I mean it's it's really the norm. And mm-hmm. and uh, as I said, it's been a long time since you had recording sessions where everybody's in the room. Uh, you, maybe at most you had two or three people, you know, at most. But back then, everybody was there, and that was really that was really special. Now, now uh, leading up to that, um, I had done a couple of other series that also everyone was in the room uh, with mm-hmm. GI Joe. Everybody mm-hmm. was in the room. Uh, except for Frank Welker, who was so busy doing usually five or six, the legendary Frank Welker doing five or six shows a day or whatever he was doing. So they would always say, well, Frank Welker's going to come in and record this later. But other than Frank, most most everybody in G.I. Joe <laughs> was there the whole time. That's awesome. That is. <laughs> Go Joe. <laughs> so you voiced Dick Grayson, who was Robin on the original show, and then he became Nightwing. What was it like transitioning from the Robin persona to kind of the more mature Nightwing persona in terms of Well, voicing? first of all, Andrea Romano, uh, who I love, love, she's the most wonderful uh, uh, animation director I've ever worked with. She... She played a little little trick on me. She called me up at home and she said, uh, I have some good news and bad news. And I said, what? She said, the bad news is you're not going to be Robin anymore. <laughs> and I just, you know, the floor fell out from under me. I said, what? <laughs> she said, but the good news is you're going to be Nightwing because we're, 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 we're adding a, a younger Robin and now Dick Grayson is going to move on and he's going to become Nightwing. So, so that was very exciting to be able to now bring a whole other dimension to the character. You know, if you watch the show toward toward the end of the original show, mm-hmm. uh, when I was still Robin, there was a lot of conflict between Batman and Robin. It just, something yes. had to give. Something right. had to give. And that's what they explored in the new show. The thing that, that had to give was that Robin had to break out on his own and become his own superhero. Right. And so I took kind of a cue from Kevin's voice, you know, because I want to be... Mean to Grayson wants to be uh, his own superhero and wants to be an equal to Batman. I took some of his uh, tone from his actual voice, and that's what I used to kind of tone down and cool off Dick Grayson because you know Robin was very you know very up and very excitable, mm-hmm. and and Nightwing is a lot cooler and more right. in control. <laughs> that that's what I did, and uh, you know I I owe the fact that I've worked with Kevin for so long and. I thought that was a great match that we were both kind of, you know, 
equals now. The characters were equals now. Right. No. And then that's the same thing that kind of happened in the comics that uh, Robin or Dick Grayson kind of wanted to become his own character and kind of not be so in the shadow of Batman. And that definitely was seen in the show. Um, All the episodes that you were in um, Robin's Reckoning and all the other ones, is there a particular episode that you were featured in that stood out for you or that is most memorable to you that represents the character? You? Oh man, I want to hear about that. But first, London. Yes. Let's let's go to commercial. Yes. My my favorite episode definitely. Uh, of course, I love Robin's Reckoning, which was the two part episode, and that episode won the Emmy for its writing. It was just so well written and got the whole background of Dick Grayson in that. But my my absolute favorite is an episode called Old Wounds, and it's an episode where I get to, I got to play Robin and Nightwing because they showed Robin in the flashbacks and then Nightwing in the present. Was that difficult? Yeah. Going back and forth? No, that was a lot of fun that- because I got to see both boys. <laughs> you know, I got to do the excitable, the excitable Robin and the, and the cool Nightwing, more mature Nightwing. Which one do you like to do the best? Do you have a favorite or you definitely, just like both? Definitely Nightwing. And, ah. and I, was, uh, I was disappointed that the show kind of stopped where it did mm-hmm. because and it had nothing to do with the show or its ratings or its popularity. Um, at the time, and I still think this is the case, uh, when when a show goes into syndication, mm-hmm. when it's going to show on its original broadcast or its original um, cable network or whatever it is, they, they, they limit it to a certain number of episodes, and they had enough. So they said, well, we have enough episodes to go into syndication. We don't need to make any new ones. Mm-hmm. And, and that was very disappointing because I felt if it had gone on another season, it would really have explored uh, Nightwing yes. and, uh, and taken that story further. Yes, it was always exciting to me to see Nightwing in the episodes. And same with Batgirl. I was always a fan of seeing both of them. So, no, I agree. (laughs) And I think Nightwing is a fan favorite as well. I mean, just in comics, too. I've always enjoyed the Nightwing series. So I think it's always cool to see that character because while in the comics, he's very popular and he's everywhere, in other media, he really isn't as represented as maybe we would want. So I, I would agree. Well, that. the last two, I can say the last two comic cons I did, the most popular costumes were Nightwing, were Nightwing. and Harley. Oh, yes. And Harley. The <laughs> other person was a Nightwing or a Harley. <laughs> Definitely Harley. Was it the animated series Harley or was it the Yeah, other? no, it was. It was? It was okay. Was <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. to ask now because I always ask, which Harley did you see? Because there's so many different ones out, especially with Suicide Squad that came out. But I always love to see the original uh, Arlene Sorkin, the, that Harley at cosplay because that's so fun, I think. It's one of the best. Did that hurt your voice to go from high low, high low? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not at all. No, it wasn't. It wasn't that huge. It's not that huge of a difference. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm, I think right. the difference between Robin and Nightwing is subtle, but, but it's also in the writing because you know, uh, Robin for many of the episodes is constantly saying, you know, what are we going to do, Batman? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know, and then Nightwing has a very clear idea what he's going to do, and it uh, isn't necessarily something that that Batman likes at all. Right. And it's in conflict with Batman, but, uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, he's more of his own man. Exactly. Yeah, and I think that later in the series, um, when they actually have these, these conflicts over the correct path or whatever, it really illustrates the kind of father-son dynamic mm-hmm. of, of Batman and, and Nightwing. 
Absolutely. Do you think or, you, or, you explored that in many episodes, like with with being Robin and then talking to Batman and kind of seeing that dynamic more than just as mentor? Yeah, it's uh, father son certainly, but also teacher student. You know, mm-hmm. constantly, you know, trying to uh, show Robin uh, the the error of his ways. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, but, I have but, you some know, experience. Frequently, frequently, if it wasn't for Robin, like particularly uh, in Sub Zero, which is my my, uh, I would say it's right up there with Old Wounds is my oh, favorite yes. thing. Um, in Sub Zero, uh, Robin really saved the day, mm-hmm. and, and had he. Had he just been, you know, a, a, a sidekick or a lackey or somebody who needed instructions from from Batman, uh, you know, Batman would be dead. Let's just face it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty true. <laughs> um, so you have voiced Robin and Nightwing, and from speaking to other actors who have voiced DC characters or any characters, they for a period of time, they become attached to that character, and some even may feel some type of ownership to that character. Do Did you ever feel that you could relate to Robin or Nightwing, or do you have any particular qualities that you see in yourself with these characters since you voiced them for such a period of time, or got to know them, I suppose? I would say that um, there are a lot of qualities they have um, both Nightwing and and Robin, uh, they're both ambitious. They're they're both confident. Um, they both uh, you know are very decisive. And these are all kinds of things that that I am as a person. So uh, those kinds of things are are actually easy for me to play because those are like me. So I think there is. Yeah, when thinking about it, I've never even thought about that before. But I think yes, there are a lot about both characters that are a lot like me personally. But mm-hmm. you know that's not to say that. Um, you know, any actor you ask them, uh, you know, parts they've played maybe where it's something completely different from them, they can also relate to that. I can also relate to characters that have been completely different from me. You know, um, so, uh, but yeah, it's been a thrill that all these years later, here once again, you know, with Viewmaster and maybe other projects, we hope I get to do it all over again. I just, uh, it, was, it was really so fun being in the booth again with, with Kevin doing our thing together. And also, I would imagine that the longer you are a character, the more it actually influences the writers who write the script. So they're writing dialogue that they that, that they know you 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 will play, and you know it, it lends mm-hmm. itself to you know. So right. it's more of that, no that melding. No question about it. And and you know any any TV series, um, I think it's absolutely true. Sometimes characters that are more supporting and more minor characters become more major characters because. The writers say, "Hey, here's something we can we can really work with." I I had uh, my the first on camera TV show I ever did was a show called The Facts of Life. <laughs> no and, way! <laughs> and I was uh, just it was just supposed to be a, a one off uh, guest star thing, and uh, they the producer really liked the character, and so they kept bringing me back. and And every time I came back, he was more character was more integral to the story. So I think I wound up doing like um, eight, eight or so episodes of that show, but it was originally not supposed to be like that. And so, yes, when the writers when the writers see what's going, uh, uh, they, they they get influenced and, and inspired. Inspired is the good word. Yeah, it's nice to know. It's nice to know uh, that we're in this kind of give and take business where 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 the actors inspire the writers and the writers inspire the actors. It's a back and forth thing, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Um, I know you spoke about maybe other projects. Um, we'll, um, is there anything you could tell us that you're going back maybe to other Batman projects? Or can you not say anything? Or have you? is that not in the cards for you right now? Or even to voice? At the moment, uh, there's whispers and rumors and, and talk of things, mm-hmm. but uh, no, nothing concrete. Nothing okay. concrete that I can report. But uh, the world will be the first to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Warner Brothers always like keeps it super under wraps yes. until all of a sudden it's like this huge thing. <laughs> I can tell you that that was certainly the case with Arkham Knight. Um, I voiced um, uh, one of the voices on that, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was under wraps for about two years. Yeah, and, wow. uh, we didn't even we didn't even know the title of it. It was called it had a code name. It was called Zeppelin, and so we had no idea it was going to be Arkham Knight and what the story was going to be. But I did uh, Kirk Langstrom. Oh, Man that's Man. awesome! <laughs> what what was the code word? Vet lip. Zeppelin. You oh, know, Zeppelin. Like, Zeppelin. Oh, okay, ah. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Super secret project. I'm not, and I'm not yeah. giving anything away because it was it was already you know. It, the, the truth is out about it, but uh, right. at the time, I I could not say one word about it. How so, how difficult is that? <laughs> uh, it, you, you just have to. It's so, such a part of our lives now. You just have to go with it because. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and very often people are you know interview me and think and they say, well, what's coming up? And I say, well, I can't talk about that. Right. I can't talk about that. <laughs> Trust but, me, big stuff. You're gonna love it. I can't tell you about it, but that's okay. But I can talk about a couple of, of on-camera things that are coming up. Yeah, yes, and I, please. We, always, new, we always want to see you. Go yeah. ahead. Well, there's a new TV show coming on Showtime. It's called uh, I'm Dying Up Here. Mm-hmm. And it's about com- comics, stand-up comics in the 70s. So the show is all, you know, 70s. Wow. Oh. And it's, 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 I can't tell you how, how good the script is. It's, it's just written so well. And... Uh, and I, I play a very funny character. And so that's coming out on Showtime. And then um, there's uh, two movies, one called A Week in London, based on your life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 the, 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 the main character is named London, but it's spelled L O N D O N. Nice. And I was told. They're keeping it under wraps. I know. So under wraps. I don't even know. It's a surprise. It was supposed to be a surprise. Right. They're in it. And, and then the other one is called a Tragedy Girls, which is going to be a very funny horror movie. Uh, I, I love when they mix those genres successfully, and this one really mixes kind of like a Mean Girls meets Friday the Thirteenth. That so, sounds fun. Oh, that sounds good. That does. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that. Every, everybody wants to see the, the snobby girls get it. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. That's awesome. Or I'm, should I say groovy for your seventies show? Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, the last Batman question I think I want to ask you is, is there a particular character that you've always wanted to voice, or is that your favorite within the Batman mythology? Uh, I can only say well, what I said before, and that's uh, my my favorite character I've ever played was Nightwing. And uh, if I could play that again and go further with that, I, that would be a dream come true. That's, that's, that's the only one on my... Uh, really on my animation bucket list, nice. and uh, and and if they go to the point where Nightwing actually becomes Batman, mm-hmm. you know they take the story that far. You know, however far they take the story is fine, but uh, 
I look forward to ex- one day exploring that again. Hopefully that'll happen. Nice. So that's really the only one to go. I, li- wow. I like the loyalty to Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I can respect that. <laughs> well, okay, with all the projects that you mentioned, is there some place we can keep up to date and everyone can see what you're doing, when these movies and shows Absolutely. are coming out? Yes. Where Absolutely. can we find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, laurenlester.com. How, how, how wonderful is that? Yes. Laurenlester. Um, and also uh, my professional Facebook page. Okay. And Twitter Twitter is Actor LL. Okay. Actor LL. Okay. All right. That's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for talking to us my all pleasure. about Robin and Nightwing. Like I said, when I read Nightwing in my head, it is your voice. So I am. Well, so, and I am a huge fan. I'm so glad that I got to speak with you, and I'm sure all the listeners are happy to hear your experience of voicing these beloved characters. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you we so really much. really appreciate it. Thank you for asking me. It was a pleasure, and thank you for inviting me inside your head. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Lo- lovingly. Yeah. All right, thank you so much. All righty. Bye-bye. 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 Ah, that guy was so cool. Oh, yes, that was amazing. London, what a score. What a great interview. Yeah, no, I'm so happy we got to speak with him because nostalgia is the animated series, the new Batman yeah. adventures, all of that. I know, and it's amazing. Great to talk to people who were involved. And in it's it. so great that he's such a fan. Yes. Like, it's, you know, I've met some other uh, voice actors, and they're, you know, you can tell like they were just doing it for a paycheck, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay. Guess I guess I got more out of it than you no, did. But, but this guy, yes, I love the loyalty. It's like, oh, what I love other? The loyalty. He's like, oh, what other character would you want to do? He's like Nightwing again and again, and I love it. There's I'm no like, other character. Yes, <laughs> which I love. That's great. I love when people are passionate about the characters they voice because that clearly shows in their acting. And, yeah, and, and it and also, the and like you were great. saying, it shows he has such a deep understanding of the character, which mm-hmm. I thought was really interesting because he was educated by fans. Right. That's so cool yeah i think <laughs> I, I think so too i think that's cool because you don't hear that it's like oh i learned more about this character by going to cons and talking to fans who are fans of the character i think that's that's crazy that's i agree awesome. yes so and london right. if people want to learn more about you <laughs> what, what can, where can they go oh, geez about me um well you can follow me on instagram at history of the batman on twitter at hist of the batman um, on Tumblr, if you're on Tumblr, at History of the Batman. Facebook, History of the Batman. On YouTube, which more videos will come, I promise. <laughs> but it's at History of the Batman. And you can always email me if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, anything at History of the Batman at gmail.com. And I actually wanted to quickly shout out uh, Mike Fantry, who just recently emailed me like literally at like four this morning <laughs> so i just shout out email and they said they love the podcast and they actually just listened to the kelly jones interview that we uh, did at yeah. episode 20 wow right what are we at now i think we're at like 68 it's, it's or like something. 69 or 70 oh, so that's already gotta crazy. do something special for 69 come on <laughs> did we already miss it maybe i think this is episode 69 well then we did something special for 69 <laughs> Um, and so, and they also, and this is the second person to ask, they want an episode on Alfred. So yeah. I am going to do an episode on Alfred. Well, very we're soon. supposed to do an episode yes, on yes. Alfred with Justin Michael. 
That's right. Shout out. <laughs> yes, he was on our show before, and he has the Batman the Animated Podcast, which is awesome, and you should check it out. It's on iTunes. And yes, we were supposed to do an episode yeah. about that, but I will do a full history of Alfred Pennyworth episode very, very soon, since that is highly requested. That's like the second person or I third to person say, I'm, to be I'm like, curious about hey, it. I want to hear about Alfred. So thank you, Mike, for listening to the episode. Thanks, and thank Mike. you to everyone who gives feedback whether good or bad i like it all because i want to improve the show for you guys so you can keep listening and like it so and i appreciate all the support i really do so we Lo- love will, us yes. give us a five-star review on itunes yeah, review us on itunes it's on what it's on itunes it's on google play you can listen yeah. to it on the meltdown comics website at meltcomics.com right, but the reviews are really important because yes. that's what uh, that's what drives uh new listeners because the algorithm is set up that if we get enough reviews we'll get new listeners so that's really important guys exactly what he said yeah. so yes go to itunes history of the batman with london presented by meltdown comics it'll be like boom right there Rate us five stars, five stars. would be great. Five I mean, stars. It, no, I'm, if you like the show, I really think you should. Even if you five hate stars. it, five stars. <laughs> five stars. Yes, and you can write a review. That's always nice too. But yes, please support so we can just keep growing and more listeners can come and it'll just be fantastic and rad. So, rad. Yes, rad. So yes, thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate it. And happy new year to everybody. Happy new year. And London. Peace, love, and Batman. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.